So if you can imagine a pottery that has been fractured, but now it's mended, and it's beautifully colored and decorated with gold, the actual gold. Now you can see the fracture, but you don't see it as something ugly or something terrible. But you see it as something that has become beautiful because this pottery has so much value and now has a new life, and it looks different from the original. Welcome to the Jesus Storybook Bible Podcast, a place where we remind you that grace can rewrite any story, that hope shines a light through our darkest moments, and that God's love changes lives. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author Sally Lloyd Jones. Hello, I'm Sally Lloyd Jones, author of the Jesus Storybook Bible. Which tells the story of God's never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love. Welcome to the show. Last week we heard from Makoto Fujimura. He spoke about how God the Creator invites us, as his co creators, to be part of this beautiful work of mending his broken world. And this week we get to hear from Marco's wife, Hejin Shim Fujimura. Hajin is a lawyer and the co-founder of Embers International, an organization that serves victims of injustice, particularly children. I first met Hajin when I needed a lawyer, and I got that, and even better, found a friend. I love Hajin's heart and her generosity and her joy and her passion for justice, and particularly her beautiful work serving children in peril in the red-light districts of India. Hearing about Hajin's work serving children reminds me of that time when some little children came to Jesus. I'm reading from the Jesus Storybook Bible, Friend of Little Children. Jesus' friends tried to send the little children away. Jesus doesn't have time for you, they said. He's too tired. But they were wrong. Jesus always had time for children. Don't ever send them away, Jesus said. Bring the little ones to me. Now, if you'd been there, what do you think? Would you have had to line up quietly to see Jesus? Do you think Jesus would have asked you how good you'd been before he'd give you a hug? Would you have had to be on your best behavior and get dressed up and not speak until you're spoken to? Or would you have done just what these children did? Run straight up to Jesus and let him pick you up in his arms and swing you and kiss you and hug you and then sit you on his lap and listen to your stories and your chats? You see, children loved Jesus and they knew they didn't need to do anything special for Jesus to love them. All they needed to do was run into his arms. And so that's just what they did. Well, after all the laughing and games, Jesus turned to his helpers and said, No matter how big you grow, never grow up so much that you lose your child's heart, full of trust in God. Be like these children. They are the most important in my kingdom. You'll hear Hejin talk about the beautiful Japanese art form, Kintsugi, where broken pottery is not cast aside, but instead it's remade and the very cracks become integral to their beauty. 
Isn't that such a beautiful picture of what God is up to in our lives? Because God can take what is broken and mend it. Whether it's broken relationships, broken hearts, his broken world. And mysteriously somehow manage to make it stronger and even more beautiful in the broken places. I hope you'll be encouraged by this great hope that we've been given as you listen to my friend and now yours, Hejin Shim Fujimura. My name is Hejin Shim Fujimura. I'm a lawyer and an entrepreneur, and I practice business law and civil litigation and have my own law firm. And I'm also a co-founder and the CEO of Embers International. It's a nonprofit organization that serves the victims of injustice globally. And it's been just an incredible journey of doing justice and mercy alongside Mako. Embers International was founded really out of the need to close the gap between the the ministries that local communities is was was doing um, so greatly, and the need of the uh, local community, um, especially the children and women who are living in the red light area. Despite the great ministries done by the local churches and NGOs, there was a still huge gap. Uh, there are a certain group of people that were not really reached, and that particular group is the children who are born into brothels. So we're talking about women uh, who have been trafficked into the brothel, just living in a um, very traumatic situation for years. And children who are born um, out of that situation, uh, who are forced to live, and because there's really no other choice, live in that kind of condition. Um, And so there is this generational um, oppression and exploitation uh, that occurs in uh, places like Red Lake area of Mumbai, India. So we really wanted to intervene on behalf of these children because without an intervention, they really don't have any hope for the future. So our goal is to ultimately protect these children so that human trafficking can be prevented. The exploitation of intergenerational violence can be stopped. Because Embers International is dealing with the problem of intergenerational exploitation, of this exploitation that is handed down, inherited by the children, we believe that our approach to restore that is to have intergenerational empowerment against intergenerational exploitation. So in order for us to do that, right now we are educating the children who are born into the brothels. So these are the children that everyone looks down upon and they don't treat them like human being. And they're the lowest caste, extremely poor, and their parents and their mothers are never been educated, so they're illiterate and they don't go to school. But now, with the help of our incredible supporters, we're sending them to a private school so they can receive proper education. And along with that, we are on our journey to empower their mothers so that they have the economic power to exit the brothels with their children and then start a life that is independent and 
um, having that sustainable freedom. Me and my couple of my friends who's been to India multiple times before we founded um, Embers International um, got together and really thought of who these children are and who we are. And what we thought of was that we were once embers, the dying flame, and because we were once lost as well. And when the breath of life was breathed into us by the Holy Spirit, we revived again and became this beautiful flame that has a power to purify things, to provide warmth and protection. So we wanted to bring that life, the breath of life, into the lives of these little embers who are dying flames. And we can share that breath that we receive from the Holy Spirit, from Jesus, with these children so that they can also become a flame. Kintsuki is a this venerable Japanese art form um, that started very, very long time ago. And, but it has not been really, um, in a way, exercised or widely known. I think recently has become more popular. Kintsuki is a Japanese word. Kin means gold. Tsugi means to mend. It also means generation. Um, and so it's an idea of mending a broken pottery into something new. So this kind of um, started with uh, the tea tra- tradition that Japanese culture had a um, long time ago. And some of these tea bowls and tea cups will break because there's a lot of um, earthquake that happens in Japan. And there are other reasons why a lot of ceramics in our lifetime break. And instead of throwing that broken pottery away, the tea masters will hold on to those fractures and they will spend the time of beholding these fractures until they feel like it's ready to be mended. And they will bring it to a Urushi master who can mend these fractures, but not to hide the fractures to make it as if nothing has happened, that no fracture has happened. But instead, they will accentuate the fractures, the broken parts, and mend it with gold. So they are more beautiful and more valuable than the original pottery. And the idea is that we have fractures in all of our lives. And we have fractures when we see the broken world. And there's no way that we can go back and erase the fracture. But we can move forward with the fracture and turning that into an opportunity to mend it into something new. So when we think about people who are so fractured, and especially the children that I just talked about in the red light area, whose life is so fractured, but we don't think about those fractures as something that's shameful, something that we have to hide. But we pour ourselves into their lives as people who love them, people who want to restore and empower and protect them. And when we share our life with them, we become that gold and then their life can be mended into something more beautiful, more valuable, more possible for the future. As a Christian, I think we um, wonder, you know, what is 
the extent of faith that I can show in my workplace.、Um, and I think you know easily we can think about、uh, praying for your colleague, praying for your boss, and praying for your client, and that's all, of course, absolutely important and good. But I I once thought you know it had to be more than that for my faith to not only be a part of my life, but Actually, it informs my entire life and my entire profession. And now I uh, not only um, represent the oppressed, the victims of injustice in India and other parts of the world, but I also represent、um, business owners and businesses from startups all the way to publicly traded companies. And I see also in their own business world、um, so many brokenness, broken relationships. And I get to intervene and、um, advocate for a restored and flourishing relationship, and you know I love doing that because when relationships, the broken relationships, come together and then be restored and healed,、um, and then become flourishing, I know God is honored and He loves that、um, because He loves all these relationships. Um, and he designed them to be flourishing. So,、uh, I, I believe lawyers play a very significant role of、um, bringing that restoration, that kind of justice, in any relationships. So, I believe、um, the motivation that I have behind everything that I do for the law firm, for my clients, and Embers International and beyond really come out of this、uh, beautiful calling to love our neighbors, and. When we love our neighbors through our work, and that includes not only your client、uh, and your team, but also even your vendors,、uh, even the people who deliver things to you, and even the people who are your clients' relationships. So I think when we correctly define our neighbors, and each morning, this is what、uh, Marco and I do every morning. That you know, we ask God to help us love our neighbors. As ourselves, and that includes all of these people that God brings to our life、um, together. So、um, I think that is the undergirding, the very basic principle that informs all the decisions that I make about my work. You can get the Jesus Storybook Bible wherever books are sold. To find out more about the book and all of Sally's other books, please visit Sally at sallylloyd-jones.com. And follow her on Instagram at Sally Lloyd Jones and at Jesus underscore Storybook underscore Bible. Before we go, don't forget, God loves you with a never stopping, never giving up, unbreaking, always and forever love.